I developed a third boob just right in my armpit. Just right there. And like, already felt like freak show. And I'm like, well, great. Who does that? Who just comes up to you and is like, are you pregnant? It's going to hurt a lot. Congratulations. It's going to feel great. Yeah. You're just pretty much sleepwalking for the first six weeks or so. It, it, it really sounds awful, but it's, it is beautiful. I hate to be all cheesy, but it is a baby, and they're so cute. This episode is all about weird body issues. Pain, gas, cravings, third boobs, things I've experienced and what I've heard from my friends. I'm learning that pregnancy is sacrifice. It's sacrificing your body, food you like. I mean, rest in peace, Mexican food. I miss you. And sushi. Where are you, sushi? I love sushi. It's kind of just like everyday life. I kind of just accepted all the things we can't eat. Or she can't eat, but I'm on the, I'm on the train. Or trying to be on the train as much as possible. So. You're just used to my big belly I'm, I'm now. just used to the big belly. Yep. <laughs> Taking over the bed. I've just accepted a small little portion on the one side. Hey, so. it's not that bad. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's kind of just normal day life now. Most days I just feel normal until like I can't zip up my dress right or I'm extra hungry or extra tired. But for the most part, I feel like my pregnancy has been going pretty smoothly. Hopefully it continues. Fingers crossed. I don't know. I don't really know what to expect. Any Lately, we actually had uh, some concern because she told us that the baby was breached um, during one of our last uh, doctor's appointments, which basically just means that the baby's not in the right position, so his head was up and it actually should be down, which is very strange. You're just carrying around this upside-down baby. But that's the way that he's got to come out. And so they tell you to walk. Some people tell you to do crazy exercises, like put pillows under your butt and spread your legs out while you're sitting, which is totally appropriate when you're wearing a skirt in a meeting. And so I've been trying to do all of these things to get the baby in the correct position. Every morning... I wake up at 5.30 and I take my dog Leo, my six pound Morky, for a walk because he is extremely high energy. Good morning. Good morning. And thank God for that because as of now, my doctor has been telling me I need to walk at least one to two hours a day, which is crazy because working a full-time job and finding an extra two hours to do anything in the day is really difficult. You are so excited. So we walk in the morning in the pitch black and I'm, you know, trying to find his poop in a bag, being pregnant, leaning over and picking it up and that's all really fun. Can't zip up my coat because my stomach's too big, Leo. Hopefully it's not too cold out there. That was my first scare with this pregnancy. I know every woman goes through things like this, so I recently talked to my friend Sue about her pregnancies. She tells it like it is. You just blame any weirdness about your body. Any weirdness. You just blame on being pregnant. Oh yeah. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> your snottiness, your like congestion, because 
because I think the hormones make everything all loose. At least I told myself that. Sue has two little girls, and I've known her for a few years. She's a champion of a mom. Um, I'm Sue, and I have two kids. Um, Lily is six, and Jovi is four. And we're hanging out at your house today. I'm hanging out in the house with my cat, my dog's in my lap, and my kids are fighting in the living room. <laughs> it's all good. It's just a normal day. It's just a normal day. <laughs> it was either when I was pregnant or right after. I had noticed that I had a lump in my armpit, which is alarming. You immediately yeah. go to like, crap, I have cancer. Definitely felt like it was movable and like, you know, like a balloon. That's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. And, and I noticed that if I put pressure on it, like if I was in the shower, I'd put pressure on it and it would have like stuff coming out. So it was kind of weird. It was weird. So I go to my OBGYN and he's like, oh, no, this is just this accessory breast tissue that had developed in, in my armpit. So it's basically like I had developed a third boob just right in my armpit, just right there. And like already felt like freak show. And I'm like, well, great. And it was like on my left side, and I always said that the left boob was like trying to take over more real estate on my body. <laughs> and so it apparently set off like, you know, an, an outpost in my armpit. That was the weirdest thing that happened to my body when I was pregnant. And, and after I had the baby, it went away. The farther along in your pregnancy, the harder it is for your body to get comfortable when you're lying down. Like your body is uncomfortable lying down to kind of help warm you up to the idea of sleepless nights. So you're not going in totally cold. So I've never, I never, I didn't have like restful nights of sleep well before I had the kid because I just couldn't find a comfortable position. Um, so that's one thing. I feel like your body definitely prepares you um, in ways that you're not even realizing for life with the child. I've also become inventive with drinks because I can't really drink anything fun anymore, so mocktails are my jam. I'm mixing unsweetened iced tea with apple juice and pretending like I'm an adult that way because I just don't want to drink water all day. You're not really supposed to be drinking soda or caffeine. Occasionally, I've had a coffee even though I was not going to have coffee originally through the pregnancy, but I am so exhausted I just can't stay awake without coffee. So by the end of the day, Sometimes I'll go to the Keurig and just make a cup of coffee so I can get through the day and go on my walk with my little puppy. Are you yawning? Good boy. I talked to my boss, Holly, who has two kids, and my coworker who's thinking about becoming a mom one day. I was really sick, like throwing up six and seven times a day sick, living off of plain rice cakes and water and the occasional Sprite. It was really, really bad. With the first pregnancy, I didn't have any stretch marks. With the second pregnancy, I have a couple scars. I, I think I was telling you guys my story about uh, when I was in seventh grade, I pierced my own belly button. Not a great idea. Don't do that. I have a little, like a starburst um, stretch mark around the scar. It, it's like five little lines. It, it looks like a, like, a, like a sun tattoo now on my stomach. It's so cute. And by so cute, I mean it's hideous. <laughs> well, I'm probably going to be in the same boat because as soon as I turned 18, I thought it was a great idea to go down and get my belly button pierced. And those scars don't go away. Like, I still have it, well, too. And so. mine, mine's probably worse because I pierced my own, so it got a little infected. <laughs> Very brave, Holly. <laughs> yeah. 
very stupid, Holly. <laughs> Holly Moore is my boss at USA Today. She hired me in May. Mary Bowerman is my coworker. She does basically a lot of the same things that I do at the office, writes about trending news. She's basically my work wife. She's engaged and someday in the future wants children. So she's been fascinated by all of my body issues. So another question that I've had is I've just heard that you lose total control of your body. So I'm interested. I mean, I think the main thing is that you apparently become more gassy. Have you had any kind of embarrassing kind of situations with that? There have definitely been periods in this pregnancy where I am super gassy and I just can't control it and it's highly embarrassing. And I mean, I've been at work here and been like, yep, really hope nobody heard that because that was terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) So just apologize in advance. We didn't hear it. If we smell anything, then we know where to look. We'd be like, Mary, oh my gosh, do you smell that? Probably ask. I'll just raise my hand because I just, I don't know what else to do at this point. (laughs) I just think I need to move my office into the bathroom sometimes because I don't, I don't know what's going on. I just can't control having to go to the bathroom. There's this like pressure on my bladder, like every time I'm walking and when you go to the bathroom, you're like peeing, you know, less than a cup, but you just feel like you have to go all the time because you can't hold it. And I know some women have said, I'm fortunate that I've been able to make it to the bathroom because apparently sometimes you just pee yourself. So that's something to look forward to that I'm really excited about. Um, Do your Kegels because it gets worse <laughs> after the baby's born. Oh, Does it really? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um I may or may not be peeing myself right now. (laughs) Everyone that I've talked to has such a different experience through pregnancy in terms of body issues. Some people are nauseous through the whole pregnancy. But there is this shared experience of struggle and change and emotions that I think is just a part of the journey. My coworkers, Desire Brown and Mary Nahorniak, came into the studio with me for a little bit to talk about pregnancy. They since actually have had their babies very recently. Desire just had a boy. Mary just had a little girl. They're both adorable. And when I talked to them, I was early on in my pregnancy, just starting to show, and they were farther along. So they told me a lot about things to come, which was really helpful. I'm Desire Brown, and I'm 26 weeks, or I like to just say six months, because I can't keep up with the weeks. I'm 37 weeks as of yesterday, which I believe is full term. I don't do math. Pregnancy math is super hard. It is really tough. It's like a graduate master class. I know. I typically cannot keep up with my weeks, so I usually just use the apps on my phone to tell me how pregnant I am. Do you want me to read you about our baby? Sure. Our baby is as big as a pineapple. It's 5.07 pounds, probably. And hearing is fully developed. And baby responds best to high-pitched noises. And if you're having a boy, which we are, his testes have fully descended. (laughs) Yuck. My uterus has grown about a thousand times its original size. That's a big old uterus. Yuck. My body at 35 weeks. Frequent urge to pee. I could have told them that about that. Oh, now I'm going to get constipated also. This is exciting. 
It's funny the mom decisions you have to make so early on yeah. for this fetus. I mean, you don't think about it. You're like, when they get here, I'll make all those tough decisions like schools and stuff. You yeah. know, be serious adult decisions. But even throughout your pregnancy, there's so many things you have to think about. I had to think about, do I want to keep putting relaxers in my hair? And mm. nobody, I have a white doctor, and she was like, I just don't know what to tell you right now. Wow. <laughs> so she had to consult her colleagues. But it was like stuff like that where I was like, really? Mm-hmm. Like, I just want to enjoy this and do whatever feels comfortable and right. But yeah. it's like a lot of research. And- what are some of the weirdest things that are happening to your body? So in my belly button is a mole that I can never really see in my normal life. I don't have an Audi, but I can now see my mole in full because my belly is so big. So like, I'll just be laying on the couch with the baby's kicking, then I'll just lift up my shirt and like watch her, which is way better than TV. And then like, I'll try to sit up and my like belly button mole will just like pop right out and my husband and I just like crack up every time. Surprise. I have noticed my innie is becoming an Audi slowly. Yeah. Par- partially there, it's very strange. Totally. And I would say now, like that I'm toward the end, I've put on enough weight and it's, you know, that's just the belly gets really heavy. So you just get super sore, like around it. And I find myself laying on my side and having to prop it up with its own pillow. <laughs> it has officially become its own thing. Like it just weighs <laughs> me down. Yep. Yeah. For me, I think it's uh, my butt just looks big now because I'm so big out front and then my butt's protruding out so it's like (laughs) body parts are everywhere it just looks so weird I'm looking at my clothes and everything it just feels like it's out there boobs out mm-hmm. there, butts out there. And you so. also start like your center of gravity changes. So you start walking a little different and everything like changes how it looks. I'm trying really hard to not waddle. I, I don't like the pregnancy it's waddle. It's too late for me. Is I it? got the waddle for <laughs> yeah, sure. You're, you, it's acceptable for you. You're th- third trimester. But like first and second, I'm sorry, Ashley, if I see you waddling, I'm going to call you out. You I haven't seen it. either totally of you waddling. <laughs> no, there's no need to call out. That's just how it goes sometimes. I'm at the point where I'm just like, I don't care how I look. I don't care what people think. I don't, you know, I care how I feel, but I can't change it. Um, I've been like describing different parts of me as being pregnant. Like I'm like, my butt is definitely pregnant. My feet are pregnant now. My feet got pregnant last week and my fingers finally are. And I had to switch, um, wearing my wedding ring to wearing like a bigger ring, but I got this far. So I'm super proud of that. I could fight it on, but I just got tired of fighting it over my knuckle and kind of freaked out. Like if it's pretty hot, it's July. Like if there's a day that I swell up a lot, I don't want it to get stuck on there. I didn't know that happened. So I'm wearing like not my wedding ring. Wow. The swelling is real. Mm -hmm. It is real. Before I got pregnant, I always thought women waddle because they're off balance. They're tired. I understand you feel heavy. But for me, when I waddle, it's because I'm trying not to pee myself. Literally, I will go to the bathroom and then I will stand up and I will want to sit back down and pee again because my bladder is just so crazy. It's very weird. It's a horrible, horrible feeling. At this point, there are more things that I can't eat than I can eat because anything spicy or even just with tomato sauce gives me terrible, terrible, terrible heartburn. And I never had heartburn before, so when I first had it, I thought I was having an allergic reaction to something because it's just weird. Could you please hold? Sure. Thank you. It's actually gotten to the point now, 
at 35 weeks where I'm having such bad heartburn that I'm physically throwing up, which is disgusting, especially in the middle of the night, because apparently as you lay on your bed, the stuff comes up your throat. It's just disgusting. It's gross. Thank you for holding. How can I help you? Hi, I'm a patient there, and I've been having heartburn, and I was just calling to see what's safe to take. Oh, yeah, of course. And are you you're pregnant? Yes. Okay, let me pull it up real quick. Hold on one second. Sure. Um, so you can take my Lanta, or you can take Tums. So right now, I can't even enjoy what I eat. Pizza is a struggle. And I've been eating it because I'm really hungry and sometimes I really crave it, but then I get really terrible heartburn. I thought initially before I became pregnant, and Curtis thought this too, that I was just gonna be up at all hours of the night, eating pickles and ice cream and gorging on really weird foods, but it hasn't really been like that at all for me. I didn't ever feel like comfortable. I know that some women are like, I really enjoy being pregnant. Like I have a right. couple friends who are like, they really enjoy pregnancy. They really enjoy carrying it and feeling the baby and all of that. And I love the feeling of having a baby inside of me. Your body, man, it just goes through some crazies. <laughs> Things to look forward to, right? Yeah. There's all sorts of stuff. That right. Happens. So, um, you're growing eyelashes in your belly. I mean, something's yes. got to be weird. Exactly. <laughs> but you're not, like, it's nice, though. I mean, it's nice in a way because you start to, like, gain perspective on, like, it's just a body. Like, these things come out. They happen. Which is good for, like, when you're nursing and you're all self-conscious and you're like, oh, nursing out. And I have to, like, I remember Brad did, like, a warrior dash right after we had Lily. And I'm like, I went. And I'm like, having to find a place to nurse with this warrior dash where there's like people drunk and in Vikings hat and covered in mud. And I'm like, where am I going to nurse them little baby? But I was like, you know, whatever, just a bit over it. Because yeah. it's just bodies. Like, it's all just bodies and it's all just for function. And once everybody's poked and prodded, you just are like, okay, whatever. Just yeah, you just it. roll with it. You just have to roll with it, yeah. Especially from my conversation with Sue and even just like the way that I feel now, it's like... My body is a vessel for this baby, and I'm just I'm just kind of a machine keeping him alive. And it's going to be that way, you know, obviously for the first couple of weeks of his life. And that can be really depressing. It can be really depressing to think that your sole purpose is just creating this child, giving this child your boob to suck milk out of, and uh, this baby isn't really recognizing you, isn't really saying, thanks, thanks mom for nine months of carrying me and back pain and all of these pains and aches. Obviously I wanna be a parent and I wanna be a mom. Um, and I think all these body changes maybe are just preparing me for a different life. And I'm excited about that. But then I think there's this other part of it where it's really terrifying. In terms of your time and your identity, and um, that is that is one of the biggest things I, I think that you're just not prepared for. Like I always knew I wanted to have kids from when I was like little. I always knew, I would, but I was not prepared for like when I actually had them. Like, where do who am I now? Like, who am I as this person? Because you know the newborn. It's basically just a Klingon that's leeching off of you all the time. And, and, and I mean leech in the most 
precious way possible. They're like <laughs> the sweetest little leeches. Right. But um, but there's just you're constantly needed by them, and then and and that is exhausting, and it kind of whittles away at your I, your feeling of like identity. You're just kind of like this tool for them. That first time that they look you in the eye and they like kind of smile or you get like the slightest coo, it's like the most incredible experience. And then you realize that this person that you've been caring for so intently and, and, and kind of losing yourself in like, like recognizes you as a person and loves you as a person and, and needs you. Oh, people tell you all sorts of um, crazy things like do take the drugs, don't take the drugs, breastfeed, don't breastfeed. Um, here's why you should do this. Here's why you should do that. I think the only piece of advice that somebody said to me that I actually listened to and should have listened to was people are going to tell you weird advice. Um, don't listen to any of it because you just figure it out on your own. It's a crazy time and it is kind of strange because it is like this moment where you're trying to figure out your new role but I know that there are going to be moments that are just pure bliss, pure love. Due Date is a podcast series leading up to my, you guessed it, due date. New episodes are out every Friday on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iTunes. If you like what you hear, tell your friends, subscribe on iTunes, and it would be awesome if you could rate and review. Connect with me on Twitter at Ashley May Tweets. <laughs>